0: I don't know. as As a listener to the podcast, is it is it obvious how painful the cold opens are to you? No, no. I
1: usually think they're just like the like more casual, like you know, like you guys just hanging out, shooting the shit, and it's it sounds yeah, exactly. like I almost thought it came out of like maybe you guys testing mics, like let's just talk and practice, and then things happen
0: and someone says something stupid. It, it, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. That's that's. I mean, that's pretty much the whole show, isn't it? Uh... <laughs> Lois and Clark is our J. We're talking about Terry and Superman. We'll cover all, we do what we can. And now, it's time for the show. What
2: a show.
0: And welcome back to Lois and Clark, the new podcast of Superman. I'm Matt Truex, and I am joined by first-time... Uh, longtime listener, first time caller. Fair to say. That is fair. Uh, cool, Mr. Joseph Stefanelli. How are you, sir? I'm great. How are you? I'm very good. I, I'm so happy to have you here. Um, uh, but, I mean, let's get into it. This is this is kind of a weird connection we have, but yeah. basically, our moms are friends. Is <laughs> my <laughs> mother-in-law? Your
1: mother-in-law is you. very good friends with your mom. Okay. And i I know your mom. I've seen your mom perform because I'm a theater guy. I direct locally and your mom performs
0: at the same theater that I work at. But we've never worked together. So locally, uh, Jersey, and of course my mother, friend of the show, Lynn Truex. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but the irony this, is I knew your show before I realized who you were. This is what I was going to say, which is like the weirdest thing in the world, because I, I make no secret of the fact that like we don't have a big audience over here, <laughs> but the people that have listened have have reached out. A lot of the times, and it means the world to me. But like, you're the first fan I know of, like from the wild. Which like means oh, the wow. world, dude. Um, so like, well, first of all, um, Lois and Clark. Like, where does that where does that fandom start for you? How did you find the show? I watched the pilot when I was I was ninety
1: four. I was eleven. Wow. And okay. I remember distinctly. I'm a Batman fan. Full disclosure. Okay. Second. i like hey, superman is my second and i rem- never forget my uncle was was i guess i want to say babysitting me but i was nine but i was hanging out with my uncle and i remember him telling me there is a new superman show and it's more about clark and lois and that sounded right. awful i was like i don't want that <laughs> Ew, he was gross, like no it's be great Why? and yeah. then you know i watched it and i i feel i single-handedly invent it the DVD set because I taped every episode one after the other and I still have them somewhere. Oh my god! For cassette, all, all every, like the all whole four season seasons. or all four, all four shit. seasons. I did six episodes of tape, and wow, it man. didn't matter if I was watching it or not. I taped it and I had it, and I watched this thing on a loop. And then it wasn't until college that it actually came out on DVD, and I made everyone watch it. Every <laughs> every girl I dated, and they did. You know, they were like, "This is fine." I'm like, "No, it's not fine. This is low lowbrow." <laughs>
0: so you you were you were like a diehard fan the the whole time oh yeah i i, I remember
1: Congress. watching it everyone i hated the summers i remember the the cliffhanger of <laughs> you know him proposing and you know that little look she gave and i remember thinking she's got to know by now and i was yeah. right and i waited all summer to find out i was right <laughs> to remember... change
0: that line and yeah. <laughs> right.
1: i i think you mentioned it i even remember the big um scandal when they were saying dean was going to leave and it was going to be the guy who plays herc who played hercules was going to oh, come God. back kevin, kevin sorbo sorbo was going to and they were going to say that a meteor screwed up his face and that's how he was going to come back for season four like wow. i remember all that
0: wow distinctly if dean would leave a paycheck that's right? so funny <laughs> <laughs> so i like it's funny I Like, my reprise on this podcast has been for years now, like, who is this show for? I think it was for you at 11 years old, you know?
1: It was. And it was something that my parents could watch. My mother was never a big fan of TV, but she didn't mind it. It didn't bother her. Like, when I wanted to watch the 89 Batman on a loop, that Mm -hmm. annoyed her. Uh, okay. but this was something my father, my mother, and I could watch. And my my father, I remember, you know, if I was not home for some reason, I taped it. He said, Oh, I watched Lowe's and Clark tonight. Like he watched it. He liked it. Wow. So it okay. was a and we I remember to the bitter end and and you know, that baby came
0: out and that was it. And we said, yeah, Okay, then. we're done. All done. We're done. <laughs> Story's over. <laughs> um th- that's that's funny, man. So like, did you at that age, I'm trying to think for myself, like honestly, that's when I found the show too. I think it was about 11. Um, but I, you know, it was in reruns, you know, like right. I, I kind of burned through it quickly. So did you go at that age in any sort of like up and down wave with it? Like I watched Smallville for all 10 years, but there were months at a time where I'd be like, I'll catch up with this season when the DVD comes out or whatever. Like, did you lose interest at any point? Did you, did your interest get peaked by anything? Like what was the, No, was the I never lost interest
1: it? because we're a big television family, and I was, i was even though I never wanted to miss an episode because I was afraid I'd miss something important, especially yeah. when they got to season three and the continuity got more important, um, you know, I, like everyone, was waiting for that wedding to happen and, sure. and, and everything. No, it, it, no, I was quite a nerd and I loved it. I, and cool. I don't really remember until I got older, I think, when I realized the romantic comedy of it and yeah. the, the, the tongue-in-cheek of it. I, I was purely there for a great great show just you know yeah. I liked cop dramas I liked Superman I liked comic books so it all kind of was great it was fun
0: cool so was you said you were a Batman fan obviously you've got some nerd in you already. Was okay. this your first like real exposure to Superman? Have you seen Christopher Reeve or George Reeves or anything?
1: I I, I don't remember. De- I'm going to say this is he's my Superman because it was the one I was most dedicated to. In sure. later years, I, I definitely fell in love with the Christopher Reeve. My father says when I was a kid I watched George Reeves. I honestly could not tell you much about it. I
0: don't remember. Understood. I, I watched a bit of it as a kid, but usually it was the last five minutes before... 66 Batman came on you know <laughs> maybe that's why because of yeah, course that, of show,
1: that. that show that yeah. show I watched and also taped every episode I was yeah, big on, on having the VCR tape things and I had everything
0: <laughs> oh man that's bringing me back to, to like those late, like I remember kind of kind of losing the show for a year or two after I watched it all and then finding my VHS tape that had like the pilot and strange visitor and yep. another one you know like just my favorite Tempest Fugitive was totally on that tape you know like Oh, that's everything. So, um do like you were a fan throughout, you've seen it many times. Do you have a like hands down definitive favorite episode or a story arc or anything like that? I would say if I'm going to jump in, I
1: tend to jump in when in season two when Luther returns. To cool. the to the end of it. To the end of okay. season two. I feel like that's where if I just want to watch a couple like I love the Diana Stride. Episode. Oh, cop-tabby. and then and then basically that that gets us to the end. I know there's one. F- oh well, no. Then we get the Mason Drake dies mm-hmm. and everything like that whole arc. That whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Scardino, not my favorite character, but I like him coming in. I like. Um, I just like the villains of the week in that one.
0: So that era of like, yeah, we love each other, but we're not actually going to talk about it, and exactly, we're pretty much not going to date except for yeah, like there was that like yeah. We'll start to date and then it didn't go well. So let's just not talk about it. It's fine. Right,
1: and we jumped back and forth where I don't want to date you because you know I'll date right. you, but I love you. Well, you know, but there I remember that kiss though. We freaked. Yeah, cool. We freaked when they kissed.
0: Finally, cool. So, um, uh, eleven years old to like or you know, twelve, whatever. Are you online? Or are you interacting with any other fans with it? or Do you have friends that are fans, or is mm-hmm. it just kind of like you and your family? That's I had a friend. I had a friend. Time. Oh, God, if I haven't talked to her in years, you know... And sorry if I'm asking too many questions, no. by the way, but it's so much more interesting than these two episodes we no. <laughs> talk about.
1: No, no, of course. No, I remember my friend Connie um, in in grade school. I went to a, I went to a Catholic school here. St. Catherine's. Do you know St. Catherine's? Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, and I remember she liked it, and we would talk about it. But no, I wasn't on the internet. I was kind of too young. I don't think I really even had an email address till high school, and it was off. I think basically this followed me. Until eighth grade. I think that's when it went wow. off the air. If I'm doing, right, 97? Yeah, I, I, yeah, 97. So, yeah. So I, I, once I got into high school, which, let's be honest, in high school, I probably would have hid the fact I was watching Lois and Clark. I understand. Super-
0: so I didn't have to. It was great. It was a middle school I, I thing. talked about Charmed to one person in high school. Right. I understand completely.
1: I never watched that. You always bring that show up, and I never oh, watched it's that cause it. it's just
0: because, like, I don't know. I was I was so hard for it, and then immediately, like, something clicked and I hated it. Like, gotcha. you know, like that type of thing. Um, sorry,
1: keep going. I totally cut you off. No, no, no. That that was it. So, though, no, I never had, to, I never was online about it. And I never really, it was based on my family and my one friend. But okay. maybe other kids were watching it.
0: I don't know. Hard to tell. Like, I never had friends. I, I just, I never had friends. Full stop. <laughs> I never had friends that watched the show. But, like, years later when I got geekier friends, there were people that, like, Maybe I'd seen season one and then were told to stop or, like, yeah, I'd seen yes. bits of it or at least knew it existed, you know. But no one had, like, really watched the whole thing um, that I knew of until I started the podcast and met fine people like yourself. So here I'll we are. I'll tell you, um, I, when HB so the reason
1: I started listening to you was because of HBO Max brought it oh, back. Really? Oh, that I, was my next question. Is like how did Yeah, cool. And I watched it and I have all the DVDs, but I don't even have a DVD player anymore. So I watched it on HBO Max and then I said to myself, why am I not looking for podcasts? Because I love <laughs> entertainment podcasts. And so I and I and I found you and you're really the only show in town.
0: Oh I appreciate that. There there was another one I, I don't mean to say like there was another one we ran them out. Um there was another one when we started, but I I, I assume by now they either completely left uh, the world of Lois and Clark or they finished years ago, you know. But they're not out there. When I searched, you were it. Cool. All
1: right. You were it. So that was it and I started listening and I I, I didn't watch I don't I honestly don't have to watch in order to hear you and understand everything that's going on. At that's this how point, much I, I love understand.
0: the show. Yes, yeah. You you are you are dyed in the wool for the yeah. show and know exactly what's going on. Um well cool man. Well thank you first of all so much for listening and being being proof that someone in the wild that I haven't had on the show listens before, I really do appreciate it. That's awesome. Um, but let's let's jump in here. I'm sorry, after all that praise that I gave you these two episodes, but I I don't hate this, these episodes. I was actually I excited about this. Hate strong. Okay. Um, we've got a lot to talk about for sure. Yeah. Uh, we've got episode 406 and 407: The People vs. Lois Lane and Dead Lois Walking. Aired October 27th and October, excuse me, November 10th of 1996. Written by a bunch of different people uh, and directed by different people. Um, Most notably, I'd say the second one, written by uh, Brad Buckner and Eugenie Ross Lemming, who are, you know, heading the ship at this point um, for the show. Um, A sinking ship. Yeah, (laughs) I think. (laughs) Indeed. Sinking, indeed. Right into an iceberg. At some ratings here. We started the season off with twelve point two million. Um, we had a season high for the wedding, not surprisingly, at fourteen point nine. The real 9. wedding. you actually watched that episode. Weird enough, right? I'd rather watch the clone episode. They didn't come back for it. Let's say that. Yeah. Um, though there's a weird thing here. So the episode before this has twelve point seven. Dead or people vs. Lois Lane, new series low. million people. But then they gain another 1.1 million with 12.2 for the second one. So I'm like, what happened there? You know, like, was it, was it, I mean, dare I say it was the weekend of Halloween. I was just going to say everyone's getting ready for Halloween and just getting plastered on a Sunday night because you can't during the week or something, you know, like, I I don't know, but maybe there is Halloween craziness there.
1: I have to ask this question because I looked it up.
0: What is the episode before? Uh, Dead Lois.
1: No, I'm sorry. Episode, uh, People versus Lois Lane. What is the episode before? The episode before is Brutal Youth. Oh right, because that's how they get in the house, and we get to see right. That's, I just, that's how they get
0: the house, and that's why we catch them here. You know, okay, well, I mean, so let's, let's be
1: honest. That's why this. That's why yeah, I, People versus yes. Lois Lane.
0: <laughs> yes. No, that does have I, a
1: nice George Reeves Superman, Jimmy Olsen in there. I can't think. Of totally, name, it,
0: it's got. Nice. It's a good villain of the week story. Yeah. Um, and tackles some interesting Superman concepts with, you know, him not going to age or whatever. Right. Um, that's kind of the type of thing that I'm, I'm missing from these two episodes. Like, let's just jump into it. And here's the thing. I thought about, like, should, I've covered these, like, two episodes at a time things differently in the past. Mm-hmm. I'm like, should we just go, like, villain plot and then other things? But, like, there is there is so little plot here that it feels like it was a one episode thing that they're like, this is too big a, like, moment for them. So let's stretch it. But I guess. I feel like, I hey, tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like we can kind of go more or less through the story and not go for three hours here because it's not. That. I'm fine. Yeah, with there's that. not too much here. Um, um, we've got Lois and Clark immediately here playing house and putting up wallpaper and and Lois for me very off model for a lot of these episodes, like immediately reading wedding magazines my first and note figuring out right okay lois does not read wedding magazines. Red, lois does not read wedding magazines she is shit at being undercover later like it's almost like she's a sitcom actor or character without the jokes throughout yes. this episode it's really weird isn't it
1: yes and i actually felt through this whole and of course i don't want to jump on who who's a good episode for her, but i actually feel that dean had the better of this in this arc
0: i totally than did she, she did it, He's got. He's the only one kind of making decisions and having agency, and you know, yeah. like, it was weird. I was thinking about that because I'm like, she is just totally going through the motions here. In many ways, like plot wise, she's got no decisions to make until, arguably, the second one. But even still, but even still, but like, but she's behind bars, you know, for a lot of this. She's not even the one that asks him to break her out, which. No, she Let's says be honest. No. She said, yeah, she says no to it. But I'm like, this is off model for either of you to do this. Like, there's a better story to be told with keeping her in jail and letting her do stuff from the inside or whatever. Mm-hmm. But maybe at least that could have been something where she's like. You know, you're you're a great reporter, Clark. I, I love you so much, but I'm Lois Lane. If someone's gonna get to the bottom of it, it's me. You have to get me out of here. You know, like the yeah. like, I don't like I don't like either version of this, but I'm like at least that would have been something. And like, if his wife was asking him, maybe that is just the oomph he would need to justify him doing it. I don't know. I we're totally even... jumping ahead. I already w- went against what I said. No, but oh, I can
1: but... even get a I can get behind in the second half in the second episode of him. Doing it out of desperation, but he he says he'll do it immediately. She is in jail; she hasn't even had a trial, and he's like, "I'll break you out of here." I'm like,
0: no, yeah.
1: no, he would never say that.
0: Yeah, yeah and that that, is that, totally that true. did bother me. That, that's, that's that a is a character another, that would never happen. Yeah, another great example of just like this is this is them off model, which is why it's so weird to see like Eugenie and 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 Brad wrote the second one. You know, like they were. Yeah heavily involved in these episodes it's so weird not that i think that they're you know flawless or can't be you know um their their decisions can't be uh taken into question especially in this season but it's just like you'd think they'd have a better handle on on how these characters are are portrayed throughout but they they really don't in these episodes
1: were they around for season one no
0: no And I not, think not I, to my knowledge. Maybe as, maybe as writers, but I, I don't think so.
1: I think that might have been a part of it because I see this, this arc as a, a callback to season one. You know, there's no aliens, there's no magic, there's no ghosts. It's, you know, yeah. there's the hologram, but that's science, and I can equate but they that. They always with like did the kind of weird, man.
0: comic-y science in right. that type of story, like you're saying,
1: and. And I kind of feel like maybe this was out of their wheelhouse. Unless you give them an alien or you give them a ghost, they really didn't know what to do. And, you know, maybe they were just trying something so that not all of season four was, I mean, let's face it. Season four is all
0: daffy shit,
1: daffy shit.
0: (laughs) So so maybe this
1: was just kind of they didn't know where to go with this. I mean, this villain has no powers. He's just a, a really smart guy who was out yeah. for vengeance, which again is very much season one. And that's mm-hmm. why I kind of like it. And I know, well, you tend to like, like you were more of a season two, season three guy. See, I hundred like, percent season one is where I really, I still go back to, I really yeah. like season one. Cause I, I, I liked when they were just reporters, like, you know, go out, and right. Get the story. It
0: was a little more. And, and also to its credit, like, yeah, you know, Deborah joy, the life bringer, um, mm-hmm. Under, understood what she was doing. And that's it. Like the, that was the one where you feel like there is a definite direction and someone at the helm and someone who wants this to be a love story, first and foremost, a romantic comedy, but a love story and then has the super stuff in it. Whereas later on, obviously network and whatnot, I think that all gets, gets a little more muddled. So I totally understand what you're saying. I am just, I am just the fan that just loves that at any moment, H.G. Wells could walk in the door. You know, right, <laughs> like right. that type of oh, thing Oh, and don't get whatever. me wrong.
1: I would probably say that is one of my favorite episodes. I love that stuff. Cheers to you. But I don't know. There was something about this. Like when you said these are the episodes, and even when you asked me, I could tell in the text. You were like, do you mind? I was like, I t- I'm fine with this. <laughs> like to me, it's the Leslie Luckabee, the Tempest, and then the Tempest mm. episode, then this. Like those are what I look forward to in season four.
0: Cool. Yeah, I have right. and- Leslie Luck could be able to be interesting. I, I don't. I don't know who's covering those yet, but I'm. I'm excited for him. Um. Anyway, off model Lois, right? Yeah, she big won't time. let's. She won't let Clark do the wallpaper because she read in the the, uh, marriage magazine that you know newlyweds should bond. And I'm like, bitch, you bonded at this point. Like <laughs> you guys are pretty solid. Um. But then the plot gets going. Like she gets a call from this guy Sykes. There's a lot in this episode. These episodes, of. Um, a grand Lois and Clark tradition of backstory with characters we've never seen mm-hmm. before. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the bad brain Johnson of it all with, with Sykes here. Um, and then, you know, uh, Professor Cole later on too. And of course but, it was um, right
1: before they met.
0: That's always the line. This was right, right before you showed up Clark. Right, 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 right before that. Um, yeah. She, she gets a call from Sykes, like no hard feelings, bygones, be gone bygones. But like, I, I gotta tell you something crazy about some other crime that's going on. So, um, you know, she speeds off to meet him in the park. Um, I like Clark taking the time then to do the wallpaper though. Again, yeah. it feels a little off model to me. Cause I'm like, I don't really think he'd he'd risk the wrath of Lois Lane here just right. to do this wallpaper right. really quickly. <laughs> um, a- again, it's like that, that Clark can, can kind of do no wrong in these episodes. And that's odd to me. Um, it's something I will be keeping an eye on as the show goes forward here. because I, I mean, am I overthinking four, it to
1: say that it, symbol, it foreshadows the fact that he's going to cheat and do something wrong later? Am I giving the oh, show
0: way too much credit? <laughs> yes, but I'll take it. Like, <laughs> okay. as a fan read, fine. Thank you very much. Um, you, you've maybe... I don't know if you've seen season four more than I have, but... Um, do you have a sense that this continues, that this type of characterization of of them continues on? Because, like, there are some good Lois episodes coming up.
1: Yeah, uh, well,
0: no. <laughs> no,
1: he's back to normal Clark Kent. The only time okay. you really see him out of character is with Leslie Luckabee because he, when he gets right. mad, he's mad. Like, he doesn't, yeah. he does kind of, like, you know, get all aggressive when it comes to him hitting on Lois. But no, this was out of, it gets back to goofy Clark Kent. Yeah. Okay.
0: That's comforting to hear. Thank you. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, she goes to the park. We've already seen Sykes, like, as soon as he hangs up the phone with Lois, basically, kind of powwows with Dr. Cole, um, who a is. Bad hairpiece. Bad hairpiece. Bad hairpiece. But piece. I like his performance. Alan Rickens. I I don't really know him from anything else. LA but... Law.
1: He's, he was a. Oh, is that his thing? That was his big show for him. That's. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, I, I thought a very. You know, the problems with this episode are not his fault. I thought he was a fairly well-written, like, villain of the week. I agree. Two weeks for them. Hmm. I like his his shtick with uh, the voice recorder the whole time of, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, r- note to self, uh, cut Sykes in for a bigger piece of the pie, and then as Sykes dies, cancel <laughs> note to self. You know? Like, I did like that. You know, that type of shit I'm I'm always involved for. Um but she goes to the park to meet Sykes. Sykes has been handed the tricky gun by uh, Professor Cole and winds up, Lois shoots him without pulling the trigger. Okay. And of course, it's all caught on camera by the other plant who's in the park and whatnot. And now we've got an episode going. Wait, um, but
1: here's my question. Maybe maybe you please, can, Please, what was What did Sykes think was going to happen? He kept saying, no, point the gun at me, point the gun at me. Well... Was the I plot? Guess, we're gonna show her threatening him, threatening me.
0: Yes, I guess. And you're gonna get it on camera, Professor Cole, and everything's gonna be fine, Doctor Cole. Whatever. I think Professor, because he
1: always has elbow patches, so I always thought he okay. like a professor. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 a college professor.
0: Uh, well, I, I I have the characters, you know, thing or I had Alan Rickson up on IMDb in front of me and it kept saying Professor Cole. And I'm like, I don't remember professor, but maybe I wasn't paying enough attention. And clearly I didn't patches. catch the patches. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, but we're immediately like, like the legal system, say what you want about Metropolis legal system works
1: very quickly. Well, they're running for governor because all yeah. DAs run for governor.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Especially when needed for a plot. Right. Um, but yeah, the DA of, uh, Metropolis whose name I did not catch. No. Um, but is a good good scumbag DA. Yeah, and um, he's a that guy. Like He always plays a scumbag. Totally.
1: You're a uh, West him, Wing fan, right? Did you recognize him from West Wing? No, I haven't seen all of West Wing. Oh. I like West Wing. He does a, one episode in season four that's really, really good in the West Wing.
0: Oh, my fiance will be happy to learn that. But oh, I, yeah, he's really <laughs> good. Really, she'll be happy I didn't make her watch these episodes, but I'll tell her. (laughs) Um, But, like, Lois immediately getting arraigned. uh, It's the DA and, like, his Marsha Cross looking assistant. Yeah. You know? Um, That was blatant. Yeah. Uh, but obviously it's all politically motivated cause he's up for reelection and his numbers aren't good. And he's, you know, powwowing with, with his assistant or his lawyer maybe is who she is. I don't know. I think she's, I, I
1: always say she was like his public relations guy or campaign yeah, manager. Uh, maybe campaign manager. That's
0: a good call. Does she even appear in the second episode? No, she's gone. Yeah. We quick. paid her for one. We were done with yeah, her. Exactly. All done. <laughs> um, we had to keep everybody else for two. Like that's Wait. come on. We're not doing everybody um but clark shows up here i like that he shows up in his t-shirt like clearly he just like super sped over here you Mm -hmm. know like he didn't bother putting on a tie or whatever uh but immediately threatening the da and like we we've defined at this point that nobody that we meet really in these episodes is gonna be a good guy you know (laughs) right it's all terrible um and we get lois in jail with the abusive guard and her weird cellmate um very weird yeah and and like lois this is the one thing where i was like lois a little on character here where she's like well i'll use my time in jail to weed out corruption and figure out what it's really like on the inside i'm like yeah okay that was good
1: though i i just wonder why the guard was that mean i don't understand what her issue was (laughs) and then she said she's a counselor i was like you're a guard you're dressed as a guard
0: yeah it was very stereotypical women's prison guard stuff it wasn't it wasn't good um, we do get one of the weirdest Batman references. I know of the whole show here. I knew you were gonna love that. Oh my god, it's so strange. Where Superman shows up for the first time and weird cellmate is like, oh, "The Caped Crusader." No, that's Batman. It's just like, why? why so is so that? is
1: that acknowledgement of Batman in this universe, or is or is this a wink to the audience? Like, I'm Superman, and there's a fake guy. Like, I don't know.
0: Let let me let me do the fan thing here. Whereas, like the the lakes owning the Batmobile in season three is as much as I need to know that Batman exists. So you
1: don't think that they took the they stole the nineteen eighty nine movie prop? (laughs) That's how I always read it. Really, I always read that they stole it from the movie set. I never heard (sighs) that as we have Batman's Batmobile.
0: I always assumed that this was not their first foray into fucking with superheroes. Okay. Interesting.
1: But he does say, I heard, you know, in season
0: two, he says, you're going to hear me in Gotham City. Like, he makes that yes. joke. That was a, the other thing I was going to bring up. Yeah. So, like, if Gotham's real and he's Superman, I'm going to go ahead and say and, it and assume that there's a Batman involved somewhere. Well, now I'm just and,
1: mad that we never met him.
0: Because I want between seasons him to have worked with him for a second. Mm -hmm. You know, like, that's just the fan I want. Especially, like, this era of Val Kilmer uh, Batman or or George Clooney Batman. Like, Dean Cain fits into that world just fine, you know? Very much so. (laughs) Um, So, I like that idea. But I just, like, again, just throwing out these seeds for the tree that never grows. Right.
1: Maybe that was season five.
0: Yeah. Um, this is the first time where he's like, I could get you out of here. And she says, no. Right. It is. Yeah. Um, so instead he, he capes out and flies away and she looks up, she looks up at him going and I'm like, where'd he go? Isn't this a hallway? Yeah. Like, what are you looking at? (laughs) Terry's just so used to doing this. Um, uh, then what happens? A lot of plot stuff. Like Superman doesn't impromptu. Press conference with the DA and kind of like. Which was clever. Which was which a was clever I, way to work it. Totally a nice move for him um, of just like, you know, I, I'm lending all my support I can to to find the truth about what happened and the real killer of Sykes, because I'm sure we all know Lois Lane is inter- innocent, that type of thing. Um, but then he's doing investigative stuff and like the Kents come by, always great to see. Why? Kay and Eddie but yeah kind of a. if why. my
1: wife was ever on trial for murder and I said oh my parents are coming over she'd kill me
0: <laughs> she's like I don't need it, that it is a surprise though right like I liked him he like Lois's is, is on um excuse me it's bailed out basically she's at home and they're talking about investigating stuff and as he's walking to the door it either he hears them or he you know x-rayed and we didn't they didn't put the graphic in or whatever. But right. like as he's opening the door, he's just like, hey, mom, you know, before he even sees her. And I, I that felt, I don't know, maybe I read that as a surprise, but I shouldn't have.
1: No, I I get it as that too. But okay. I do, I did like the choice that we're going to go stay at a hotel because I feel in every other episode, Lois would have said, oh, don't be silly. We have room. Right. And she doesn't. It's no, kind I think it's very clear. Right no, you should go to a hotel because I'm not dealing yeah. with your shit right
0: now. <laughs> The, the Kents know when they're welcome and, yes. that, and when they're needed and when to give a little space. And I appreciate it always. Excuse me, as I take a sip. Why?
1: I'll ask you a question while you take a sip. Why doesn't Lois want a lawyer? What is her problem?
0: There's I have seven no attempts idea. to get her,
1: get her. Of course, you need a lawyer. You are of a reporter. You, need a you know you need a lawyer.
0: I, this is, it's all off model lowest that like, that's, that's my only answer here. Cause like, m- you would assume that she would then like, I don't know, call her father who's been sued for slander a million right. times, or, you know, or, you know, whatever false crap he's selling. Who's got this great lawyer. Like, I don't know. Or like, you know, would know to go to Perry and, and get a lawyer from him or whatever. Um, or I like we met lawyers? We, well, we've had died. To met lawyers at some point in the show. You're probably right. I can't think of a competent one. No, but <laughs> oh, we could have gotten we
1: could have gotten the woman who got uh, Superman off for when he got sued for breaking the guy's arm.
0: She was good. I we could have like gotten her. her,
1: you know, with yep. her big bow ties. It was great.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Um, the only other competent lawyer I could think of was Mason Drake, but she is oh, she is she very unavailable. Yeah, yeah, she couldn't make it. She's dead. super and and actually dead.
1: passed away.
0: Did you I know? It was so yeah. sad. It's gonna be old news by the time this comes out, but that was that yeah. was very very sad news. It's so young, so middle. young. Yeah, fifties, right? Fifty four. 54 something? Yeah, Jesus very Christ.
1: sad. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, we're we're pushing the um, <laughs> months uh, months ago. She died months
0: ago. No, you yeah, you're good, but um, yeah, so sorry to whoever didn't hear that news. Um, but meanwhile, in nineteen ninety six, Metropolis. Um, Boy, now we meet Jasmine Guy which Is another that 80
1: 80- that's Jasmine Guy from uh, different world.
0: Oh, I'm so, I'm showing you're showing We have your a little age. bit of an age gap. Here. That was another, <laughs> like
1: I actually thought was this a gimmick that you're getting actors from big 80s 90s TV shows like LA like LA Law and Different World. I think we're around the same time. Different World, mm-hmm. if you don't know, it was the it was the spin-off of the Cosby show. When the, oh, when the God, daughter really? Denise goes to college, she goes to Hillman and this is the show and that was supposed to be her show but Jasmine Guy was the more appealing actress and she kind of took over the show
0: really yeah
1: and so that's who that was yeah interesting she's great in this she's episode. really good yeah and she was like that's not the character she played like she was the the fun loving hot college girl mm. the the, the samantha of
0: the group the... It, yeah 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 okay interesting and... no she's she's great here for as los's um Lawyer whose name was I wrote as Jasmine
1: Guy the whole time.
0: Yeah. Pause for Angela Winters, of course. Angela Winters. Why not? Who doesn't
1: recognize Clark. Which I hate that. You know who Lois Lane is, you're
0: friends with Perry
1: White, and she says, and you are? Come on. You oh, don't know call. who that is. That's
0: There's another one of those later in this in the second episode yes. when he when he like stumbles into the DA and spoilers gets the um gets the bullet from him, where I'm like, I'm sorry, is no one gonna call out the fact that this is Lois Lane's husband mm-hmm. who's just very publicly and also like the second most well known reporter in the whole world, you know? And again, getting ahead of us, the guard that comes to the door
1: in that motel, like, ooh, are they gonna catch her? Like, you're looking yes. for Lois Lane, but you don't recognize that that's but Clark Kent at the know door. Know who her
0: husband is? Yes. exactly. Right. Okay, if you say so. Great points. It's very weird that the showrunners wrote this episode, or this second episode. Um, but yeah, she she's great, and she's Lois's lawyer, and all that. Um, uh, I don't know, man. Where where are we going? <laughs> Sorry, I'm jumping around. This is no, you're fine. Um, but then we get we get some more bad guy plot. the The DA gets a call from um, from Professor Cole, who basically. Like, tells him to go compromise evidence, get rid of the bullet somehow, and we get the the confirmation that we didn't quite have, but kind of knew anyway, that the DA is in this guy's pocket. Right. So, Professor Cole is, is ultimate big bad, but the DA is also as spineless as you could possibly get, right. and is going to go steal evidence, you know? And I think the show does a good job of
1: trying to explain to people what was with the casing of the bullet but i still don't get it so because it was a fake gun the bullet casing
0: doesn't match the imprint i the yeah I well don't the gun it, was but... real but i think the basic idea is that the hammer never went down cuz she never pulled the trigger but the bullet you know it was designed down almost to the atom right. so you have to understand joseph <laughs> well he's um, a professor yeah so, uh, the bullet somehow ignited itself and, and shot itself. So, it doesn't have a dent in it. So, it doesn't I have a dent. I know they did but a Also, job. later on, they're talking about, like, it does have a dent when he's looking for the bullet. And the DA is, like, asking the nun, like, have you seen a bullet around here? It's kind of bent. You know? Right. Like, so, I... But, fine. I don't know, we man. needed a bullet casing. I guess that's... You know... I know what Dr. Klein told us. I know what the DA told us. That doesn't mean those things mean the same thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. But, yeah, we, we get that. I also love here, you know, as, as we're outside the courthouse, um, we've got this free Lois Lane and let Lois fry yes. merch. Oh, my God. Talk about prop watch. I want a free Lois Lane T-shirt so badly now. <laughs> I mean, I think you can make one that looks just as good as the props that um, were hanging. As the, like, just, you know, aerial bold Ooh. props that were there. Man that and the penance, where it's just like they oh, had you to have known at that
1: point they weren't the getting time. renewed i was like you knew right you knew right there
0: that and we're constantly jumping ahead but like later Sorry. on there there you know clark when clark breaks them out breaks them when clark breaks lois out and is like it's just like we're the fugitive remember that show the fugitive the fugitive it's just like how long did that take it's like well it ran four years and it's just like oh yeah it, weird you know like
1: i think that was a little maybe, wink to the show
0: Yeah, maybe just a cutesy season four reference, but now means a lot more. It's interesting.
1: And while we're on that topic, I'm sorry. Please. You can talk about that show all you want, but you're not going to acknowledge the Academy Award-nominated movie of The Fugitive, which is really what everyone watching this knows. We're not going to acknowledge Harrison (laughs) Ford. most people know for? Right. No, we're going to talk about the four-season television show that's so dated,
0: no one knew what it was. We can't bring that up because our friend... Batman fought a guy named Two-Face <laughs> who looked a lot like the cop in that movie. So, like, maybe that movie just doesn't exist. here. You know, I... died. It's really hard to say, dude. Um, meanwhile, like, Lois gets back in jail. She's doing, like, 2,500 push-ups while she's waiting for Superman to come and kiss her and bend the Is bars and stuff. No. Yeah, I don't think so. Now, in possible. fairness, she cheats for the last 500... But I'm like, the fact that you're, like, telling, you're skipping book club so that you could do your 2,500 push-ups at all is fucking insane to me. Yeah. I don't think Superman could Um, do that many. No, of course not. Um, But, yeah, this is the first note I have where, like, you know, Superman comes, he bends the bars open so he can be with her and, and kiss her, and he totally wants to break her out and all that. But it's just, like, the romantic stuff isn't really hitting for me. I agree with you. And this episode. And it's it's I don't know what's missing. And I think I think excuse me, maybe I do. I think what's missing is like the kind of emotional truth. Like in all the dumb episodes, the reason why the romantic stuff hits for me is because they have something emotional, you know, in their love life that they're working through. And here it's just like I've got to, I miss you, I've gotta break you out of prison, and it just feels false. Well I don't know. well they're happy. Bobby. There's no, yeah, there's no that. issue
1: with their marriage. they're, they're We've established not only are they happy, but they have two crockpots. <laughs> Who's not happy with two crockpots? I did like that. Um, so I think that I think that's where, because you know, the the emotional scene I always think of when I think of their great emotional scene is with the the lakes episode. But that's yes. where they're so in trouble emotionally, and I think you you're hitting it because there's nowhere to go. Yeah, and dare I yeah, say maybe that's where season four. Has a problem because they're really falters. They never. It's not like. Well, I mean, they they have that one episode where that she becomes editor, but like, I really don't think that's marriage problems.
0: No, no, but that, but it, but it is, and it's power dynamic problems, which I love very much. In that, that is like that is the golden gem in in season. I agree with you. I'm just like this is fucking perfect. Um, but yeah, I I agree with you. Like even the episode, um, before this with brutal youth, like that emotional stuff hits because she's afraid of him not growing old with her, you know, like she's, she's afraid that she's kind of signed up for this half a married life. Kind of, you know, and, and like, that's really rings beautiful and true in that episode. Whereas here, it's just, it's just kind of gutless. We know she's not going to stay in jail forever. You know,
1: like it actually would have actually would have been kind of nice if in the beginning, he insists on using his superpowers to wallpaper. And then at least they could have a fight about it.
0: Yeah. Like, you oh, can't always do this. That like, would have been
1: great. Like, let's have a quick little fight. And then that that's the episode. Like, well, you can't always use your powers to save me. You can't always use... Well, here you go. I want to use my powers to break you out. See, you and I could have just... We could have reset yep. this.
0: Yep. <laughs> Solved it. Where... Why didn't they call? Um, And this is the first time, too, where, like... the This is one thing I do, like... And it's not really an emotional thing, but it's just a little character thing where, like she is defending the image of Superman and she's reminding him like, you can't do that. People look up to you. You can't just break me out of here. And it just, that is a one moment here where that is the one moment here where it just kind of speaks to me of like, this is why I always say like, it is. she is just as much of the Superman thing as him at a certain point. And, and this is a, a good example of that where she is, she is as an invested and as protective of the Superman persona as he is, in this case, even more so.
1: And I never realized that until you said it in a previous episode. That was something, and that is something Terry Hatcher only. No other Lois Lane has totally. ever done
0: that. Totally. You could argue, I guess, Erica Durant's later on yeah. in that show, but but yeah, it, it, it certainly started with her um, for me. And and in the comics, too, in fairness. Oh, of course, but, yes. Uh, in live action, um, absolutely. Um, but meanwhile, like, um, sorry, we didn't even talked about him, but Professor Cole has this bad, like, nerdy assistant who is now helping him with all his nefarious stuff. And we see him drug Perry in the elevator in, like, a weird slow-mo yeah. shot. Yeah, almost like he was going to
1: kill him. Like, that. in any other show, yeah. like, you
0: just killed him. Or you'd think, like, fade out on the guy behind Perry, like, getting the hypodermic out right. or something. But it's just like Perry turns around and goes, like, oh, no. <laughs> and that's the thing, You know, it's really weird. Um, I will always love though Superman uh on the stand in the courtroom. So like we're we're at trial for Lois, Clark's sitting there, Superman gets called to the stand, and Clark suddenly has like a coughing fit and has to leave. Well and did the and Superman Did the in. DA
1: just have a plan for if he didn't I, show up? Called him
0: in contempt, or right? You know, what something was your plan? Like you were that? just going
1: to say it and stand there and wait? Even the judge says, "Well, you, you going to call help? What are you going to do?"
0: <laughs> I did love that. Um, I also just—it's part of me that's like, if I were a betting man and the sleazy DA, I'd be like, if I call Superman to the stand at Lois Lane's trial, I bet he's going to show up. Yeah, maybe. I guess you so. know, like may, maybe there's that. But I did have that type of like. I almost wanted them to be like. I'd like to call Superman to the stand, you know. Yes, it would have been I would have taken that. Now as it now
1: as someone who um I don't know if you've ever if you've watched a lot of law dramas, would you ever uh, yes, would sure. you ever let anyone skip the oath? No. I don't think I don't,
0: Jesus I, could get on a stand and we would skip the oath. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you have to say the oath. I I agree with you. It is, is, is something so comic booky about that for me. Um in like a stupid Silver Age way, yeah, that I'm like, maybe it does fit with the show, but like, yeah, I, it also, like, part of me thinks Superman would have wanted to insist on taking yes, road, you know,
1: unless, but maybe that's how he thought. Well, in case I have to lie,
0: because I don't love Lois maybe. Lane, Clark loves Lois Lane, like, right? I, I, lo- yeah, that's that's so the show to me that yeah. I did like it. Where it's just like, first of all, I left the question, Superman, are you infallible? You know, all this questioning of him, and I was waiting for objections, and it never really came. And I'm like, I don't know if you watch Legal Eagle on YouTube, but that guy could do a fucking masterclass on these episodes. I don't, but now I'm interested. Um, re- really interesting uh, YouTube guy. I forget the lawyer's name, forgive me, but Legal Eagle. He handles, like, cases of the day if you don't understand what's going on with... This giant case or whatever he'll he'll go into it, but he'll also like look at an episode of The Good Wife and be like, eh, not really. I would have ejected there, you know. Oh, all right. Um, yeah, it's it's fun stuff, but worth worth your time. They did real quick. He did an episode on um, Batman the animated series, The Trial, when all the villains in Arkham put Batman up for trial, and like the DA that hates Batman has to defend him, um, and it like go fig, it doesn't hold up legally, but. Very, very fun episode. So, highly recommend. Oh, I'll have listeners. to watch that. Totally. Um, but this is. Uh, we've est- God. Maybe we should have established more plotty things earlier. Like, the villain's whole thing, his gimmick, I guess, is that he's got this holographic technology. At least, it's what he's using for the most of in this first episode. Yeah. So, he's like, we see it previewed with a holographic. Um, butterfly Mm -hmm. situation uh there's a lois walking down the street with a gun in her hand uh, that winds up being a hologram and walks right through clark i like that you Uh, keep saying hologram because they use the term hallucination
1: that's not what a hallucination is
0: (laughs) this is a big note for me yes (laughs) bizarre to me because they keep saying hallucination but like they've dealt with holograms before holograms got him out of like Clark Kent Superman waters in the past, you know, like,
1: but what a hallucination implies that that gimmick is putting things into people's brains and making them see Lois Lane.
0: Right. Which there is kind of talk of that, like it targets the cerebral cortex or whatever fucking part of the brain they mentioned. That is, so maybe that's what it is. It's very the box from Batman forever. If you will. Yes. Um, Maybe maybe that's what they're going for, but like, I'm with you. The whole time they were saying hallucinations, I'm like, let's call a spade a spade here. It's a hologram. Right. You Especially
1: know? because you, you, you sound stupid saying it. Even other characters are calling Clark out at times
0: for saying yes. that. Like, use another term. Right, right. Um, yeah, but he's so insistent this whole episode <laughs> using that. But I'll tell you it's why really I think weird. it
1: might have to be an hallucination, because I don't think a hologram can sit.
0: Like, Perry sits. Yes. Maybe that's
1: why it's supposed to be we're imagining is, uh, him sitting. I don't
0: know. I don't know. They've got some great technology. They've got take away your disguise technology in the second episode. So <laughs> I, I, I'm I, not putting it <laughs> yeah, past them. I, it. I really don't know. Um, but also, like, are we saying that <laughs> this is very like if a tree fell in the woods. Um, if you're not looking at the sky when the, the comet is – the hologram is happening that it isn't there like it's only there because it's being perceived and that's why it's a hallucination i i think so oh god we're already thinking more about it than they did oh but clark is on the stand they get into like do you love lois lane superman no clark kent loves lois lane perjury and it's averted yeah and, it, and i i i believe in that love the same way i respect in the truth and blah 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 you know like that's nice kind of talking out of it there yes k Callen is crying her eyes i knew out you'd love that i knew, knew you would like, love that fucking k man she's got another moment later on we'll talk about but um this is where like all of a sudden they do a hologram hallucination whatever the fuck uh, is that supposed comic- to be buckingham palace that is supposed to be Buckingham Palace. I love that it's got Big Ben right behind it, too. Yes. You know? <laughs> now, correct me if I'm wrong, but in a future
1: episode, when... Please do this. Yes. Yes. That's Thanks. the hotel. Welcome
0: to the show. Welcome to the fucking that's show, That's the hotel
1: dude. that Clark and Lois get caught having sex in, right? Yes. Okay.
0: Yes, it is. Because I'm like Nicely looking at done. that set. I was like, that's... Th- they're not even trying to hide it. Nope. They've also had um, like lunch in this courtyard... A billion times they talked about wedding plans they interviewed the lakes here you know like I couldn't even begin to tell you Um, also by the way the entrance to the Gotham National Natural History Museum in Batman and Robin oh that's so awesome isn't that fun Um, because that's what everyone
1: sees because they turn it off after that scene so everyone knows that museum (laughs)
0: so everyone knows what I'm talking (laughs) about there Um, anyway yes thank you so much for bringing that up Um, but yeah, Clark zooms over to, to Buckingham Palace and basically finds the little thing that's projecting it, right? Like the little direct T V dish that's hidden in a tree. Always right in a tree. The it's always in a tree. Yeah. <laughs> Laser eyes that and it, and it disappears and everybody's happy. Um, but they, they, they go for it here. It's I mean, as stereotypically English as you possibly could. You've got the Beefeaters and their little Beefeater hut uh-huh. and that type of thing, you know? It's, oh, it's I fun. totally thought it. it was London. Yeah. They've got the tiny little friends fountain like right close there <laughs> to pretend like it's that giant fountain outside of Buckingham Palace. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I do love, too, how he zooms out of this courtroom when the judge like excuses him. There's a cool shot like he's in the stand and it's just that like kind of blur mm-hmm. thing that they do, but he just like whooshes down the aisle and out the door. And I'm like, that's that's kind of fun. Yeah, I agree. It's a nice super visual there. Um, but he's gone dealing with that. Which gives time for Perry to get on the sand, and this is hologram hallucination, Perry White here. This is some hologram bullshit. This is what this yes. is? Yes, it is hologram bullshit. <laughs> um, where it's the best hologram you've ever fucking seen. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> um, like short it's almost
1: long. like Lane Smith is there.
0: It's almost like it, right? Um, also, best uh, voice interactive voice technology yes. thing you've ever heard. And that young it's better kid. better than the patch from, from Mission Impossible. Even. Yes. That yeah. young
1: kid is very good at getting his cadence too. Because he. Yeah, very. Because <laughs> you have never met Perry White, but you got it. That was exact.
0: Got it down because we're, like, we're cutting between Lane Smith, the hallucination. I'll go with it, whatever. In, in the courtroom saying heinous things to the assistant in the car or in the van outside with Perry tied up next to him just so he can talk to somebody and explain what he's saying. Right. I guess, or what he's doing. I guess. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have Perry in the car with me. No, I would have knocked Perry out. So you don't even have to give him the don't remember this drug roofie later on, but whatever. He needed someone to explain it to. Um, But he is like basically live puppeting this hallucination hologram thing mm-hmm. and making perry say that lois had this terrible grudge against sykes and the uh, you know always said that she'd get even with him one day blah 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 and, and basically handing the da the case you know and all kidding is that like good acting by lane smith
1: i thought this was a good scene for him totally
0: yeah. totally kind of plays the like there's an earnestness to it but also a like little asleep yeah. quality to it where you know like yeah
1: his eyes at one point did a thing i was like that's not like
0: that's how mm-hmm. we know that's not him. That I thought was really interesting. I totally thought the same thing, and even even I liked the like, sorry honey, but I'm on under oath. Like to yeah. you know like that that they threw that type of thing. I I liked that a lot. You're absolutely right. I also was kind of
1: touched when he said I would think it was more like father daughter, and I forgot for a minute that's a hologram. I was like, oh shit, he didn't really say that. <laughs> that really left that but ruins also the just, whole thing.
0: Yeah, just setting it up for his home run of of incriminating her. I guess <laughs> right. you know whatever. Real prick, this hologram Perry, this assistant in the car. Um, But uh, Verdict comes in pretty quickly. Very quickly. Like, Lois is back in jail and uh, says she's guilty of ignorance. The OJ trial looked like a month. Yeah, really. Um, This this is kind of white privilege, the TV show for a second, where, like, I knew the system was unfair to some people, but I never thought it would be unfair to me, which is... Very ignorant of Lois Lane of all people to say very. in my opinion. Yes, you I know, agree like with I you. feel like she's she's a character that should have been understanding that this could happen yes. very quickly for her, you know. And especially like, you were there, Lois, right? You watched it. Right. Right. <laughs> Did you really not know? Also, you've helped innocent people get off death row in the past, I'm sure. Right. If that wasn't an episode, I'm sure you've done it. You know, like the computer guy. She helped she
1: helped them break out of prison, uh, the computer. Guy. That's right. Again, season one. It is an this is a shout out to season one.
0: <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. So, like, it very again, hello, hello, is Just forgetting everything. Um, but we go to prison. Excuse me. But we go back to court uh, just in time for the uh, verdict to be read of, of guilty on all counts and. Kay Callen's second greatest acting moment in this episode where she just gives up No right. very audibly, very like Martha couldn't control herself for a moment, and I fucking loved it. And then they repeat it a bunch at the start of the next episode yes. where like Clark or Lois is just like reliving the moment constantly. Did and it's you like also Lois laying is guilt. That no
1: That final verdict was had no drama to it. It was quick.
0: Yeah. Like, Very much. Give so. me
1: like give me the end of an episode of the practice where I like stand there for a minute and go <laughs> which one is it? What are they, like? Give me something.
0: It was because like, we, we need that because we can't minutes. do the end of an episode of of like Law and Order where it's just like, well, this will never stick, McCoy. We're going to appeal and you know like whatever. I
1: was like, I guess that you had forty two minutes, guys, and you had to get out of. There.
0: Yeah, yeah, they were, uh, well, you know, there was just so much story to pack in. Well, we still haven't, we haven't even got episode, to hybrid curtain. tonight. We haven't even got God that. damn it. That's the thing, too, where it's a two-parter, like, the, the MacGuffin of it changes completely, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Do we have a single hallucination in the second episode? I don't believe we do, and we lose. I think we just gutter that. And we lose Jasmine Guy,
1: we lose we- the district attorney. Not the district mm-hmm. attorney. Sorry, his campaign manager.
0: We lose Marsha Cross. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, it, yeah. It, it feels like it's attempting to be a new episode. Did you notice though? It didn't even say to be continued. Did it not? No. It, it just like, that's not the end of the episode. Like, I get there's continuity now, and we every episode links. But come on, that that's a too yeah. That's a cliffhanger.
0: Did I imagine to be continued in my head, or maybe did HBO? On, uh, did you watch it on HBO? I did. I must have imagined it. That's fucking crazy. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I made a note All of it. Right.
1: I wrote that down. I said, there's no to be continued. That's Yeah, doesn't...
0: that is bizarre. Very. Um, There absolutely should have been. Because it is just like... A t- it's not named parts one and two, but it is... Of course, it, yeah. Simply a two-parter story. Yeah. Um, we wake up... We wake up... We start up the second episode, like, everybody just whatever, hours after that, where, like, everyone's sad. Perry's just, like, coming to and reading the National Inquisitor, which yeah. will be another problem in that Sex, Lies, and Videotape episode. Ah, um, a little foreshadowing just, like, you there. Know. I like that. Yeah, I did, too. It's, it's all the world building. We see an L&N van in both of these episodes. Yeah. And we're just short a top copy reporter, you know? Damn it. <laughs> but um, I, I I love Perry just, like, mad at himself and coming out of the stupor and going like, I did, like, what? You know, there's no way I did this. And, and thunder and lightning outside. Everyone in the newsroom really pissed off at him, too. It's interesting. I'm no lawyer, but
1: can't Perry just go and say, that wasn't me?
0: Yeah, or, hey, I don't remember doing this. Maybe check my system. I should get a checkup. Right, like something. Do doing some wrong. blood work here real quick? Yeah. Very simple. We could fix this. My mouth tastes like almonds. I think I was roofy, You know, like... <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing. Why is almonds in my head? Why was that the go-to
1: joke? <laughs> because of Austin Powers. That's why. <laughs> that's why. Because Will Ferrell says that. Because <laughs> Will Ferrell.
0: <laughs> it's beginning to smell like almonds, yeah. which is not good. <laughs> it's not good. Wow. Harry smelled almonds. I haven't seen that movie in maybe 15 but years. But it's in there. That entire it's scene right just there. came right back to the surface. Thank you for that. Um, again, more entertaining. <laughs> <this episode. laughs> um, also, talk about the legal system moving quickly. Lois is on death fucking row suddenly. And in the same jail cell. Same jail cell. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is apparently a maximum security. Yeah. There's death no... row prison at any moment. But her
1: roommate's not there. No cameras.
0: Right. We're all good. Why do you need cameras? They're behind bars just like, I, Yeah, but she's uh, friends with Superman <laughs> I think you're overthinking it I really don't think we need that Um, But yeah, craziness I liked, before we get to it Perry going up to Clark in the newsroom Clark Clark apparently nowhere better to be He's at work, shirt and tie, just looking sad
1: If I look like Dean Cain I always wear a shirt and tie too, though then Well, I would, fair enough
0: I Um, They, they want to kill my They want to execute my wife, Perry <laughs> Um, but I do like Clark being like, no, I know it wasn't you. Like, you know, there's, oh, yeah. there's no kind of animosity there. We've been through such weird shit. But I know it, we'll figure it out. I think it's an hallucination, <laughs> Perry. <pairing. laughs> um, but then we get the big, you know, Clark, excuse me, Superman. Superman. Comes to the jail cell. And With a uh, new superpower. S-
1: oh. Turning your finger into a key. Noticed
0: okay, or did he just push the lock?
1: I it sounded to through? Me <laughs> like he turned I'm people can't see what I'm doing. Like his finger morphed <laughs> into metal. Like clayface. And he yep. keyed mm-hmm. open. Or where the sound guy should be fired.
0: Or the sound interesting.
1: Because that really sounded like metal to
0: metal. You think that Batman is a movie in this universe? I think his hand can't turn into a key. All right, but there's room for both thoughts on my podcast. Okay, agree on this. Fine, fine. But when you ask, I thought we were going to be friends. (laughs) But there's a little bit of distance here. But it's all right. No,
1: but later when you ask, what was the best superpower?
0: That's mine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you have to remind me to ask that question. I will. We'll get there. (laughs) Um, Anyway. Superman breaks her out Yes, we kind of talked about it earlier but is is I gave my pitch for how to make this better is there any like do you believe this for him do you agree that this is off model what are your thoughts here it is it's absolutely off model but I kind of do
1: I, I think part of what makes Superman such an interesting character is the duality between him and Clark Kent and
2: mm-hmm.
1: I would break my wife out of prison as a human man, 100%. I would break my wife out of prison. So I think it is a little interesting to explore that idea of I've now entered a very, very human experience by marrying the woman I love, and he's doing it. I do think it's—I it's they. Ha- I mean, they had to make Superman do it, but yet he doesn't really become Superman throughout the rest of it. He, I think they do a very good job of
0: making Clark her accomplice. Yes, I agree. And keeping—yes, I yeah. agree. So I, I and him, think that worked. Sorry, going ahead. I also like the idea that like he knew he knows he can't be Superman in doing this. A because it's pretty fucking obvious. And B, like they're gonna suspect Superman was a help here.
1: You know? I'm actually surprised it doesn't get brought up because she Walks out of a jail cell without any evidence of breaking or entering. It, it, it.
0: Yes, Lois Lane, Superman's best fucking friend, next to Clark Kent. You know, yeah. And Professor is um, so
1: smart. You think Professor Cole would call the DA and say, "Hey, asshole," like clearly Superman did this. Put him on
0: trial now. Like, yep. But there is like the like radio stuff when they're when they're driving away of like Superman's not a suspect, but we'd like to question him. Oh, I don't. And know. that's why you they're not what? flying.
1: You know what? I, I think I missed that. Oh, that's is that the that when they're in the car. It's
0: really quick. They're in the car When and, they're talking about uh, the, the fugitives. I was more on my TV talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Them. And and even like Lois is like, you know, "Well, can't you fly faster almost faster than the eye can see?" It's like, "Yes, but you'd be, you'd be vaporized." Oh, vaporized. That seems bad. But you, know, like, you
1: can carry her up to space where there's no oxygen. Right. We're totally. I love when we decide to follow the science rules. Take a deep breath. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> right. I can heat vision you back to life,
0: right? But, if we if we need to, we can pretend you're dead already, right. and then I'll just I'll do the super eyes thing. Because we do
1: that not once, but twice, but twice. in this
0: series. <laughs> now I always do like that. That is, especially the second time they do it. It's just like this is a gutsy move, but you know what's about to happen, right, girl? Yeah, you know, like they don't go to that that. Is well, that the much, equivalent but... to Christopher Reeve changing time? Just... I don't. Oh. Uh... We get a bit of a graphic like that later on in this episode, but uh, I think I think your uh, finger turns into a key is closer is to. S- <laughs> 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 I like the reading that that is just a visual representation of him entering the Speed Force through the power of love, and and going back a day. So, you do. You like that? That's that's my. How else are you gonna fucking completely? Like, yes, that's the best I got. Do
1: you? Did you ever see the Donner cut of the second movie? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. You yeah. Know that Where that they just do the it again. Do it again.
0: Yeah. 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 But because what was the end tangent? It's more interesting. What was the end of Superman one originally? Just like the he diverts the missile into space.
1: Yes. Well, no, no. The Hackens the one that's going to Hackensack, New Jersey. He diverts, and that's what
0: destroys the. Right, the glass, the Phantom Zone. No, no, the thing. original
1: end to one is still that. Nothing changed in one. It was two that changed. In the end of two, I forget honestly what. Like, I don't know if they kill Lois Lane again or if they really destroy the world. The three villains, but he ends up turning yeah. the planet again to like stop Zod from.
0: Right, I, I, I feel like somewhere that idea of him turning back time was always supposed to be the end of two, and then when. The studio stopped Donner from doing one and two at the same time. That became an ending piece for one. That I don't. But maybe know. I'm wrong. That I don't know. You very well could be right. Maybe we'll cut some of this out. That'll be in our next podcast.
1: We'll do. Yeah, we'll, great. we'll get together for those.
0: <laughs> Fine. Oh man, I, those. Mm, I know I'm supposed to love them like nothing, but I, I sometimes those movies don't don't do it for me. I agree. I very much agree. Yeah, it's just it's not as classic to me as Batman stuff, but. Yeah.
1: Anyway, um, did you know the fuck are we? Did you notice there is a continuity error? Uh,
0: I have a real me one later, but is what did it, you is it say? Is Mad Dog Lane? Uh, no.
1: The cop says we're looking for Mad Dog Lane and, right. and they're acting as if this has never been said. Jimmy Olsen calls her Mad Dog Lane in season one, episode three. When Clark says, will Lois do anything to get to story? And Jimmy Olsen, Michael Landy, says, does the name Mad Dog Lane ring any bells? Like, they, they imply wow. that that has always been what they call her. And then that gets dropped, and then it gets brought back here.
0: Wow! Okay.
1: Oh, I'm telling you, I, I know all the lines. That's
0: fucking great. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. I can now see Michael Landis saying that, yeah. but that's so... That's so cool. It's a shame they didn't mean for that to be. I know.
1: But sh- but God, but almost it. like I don't know if I like that. I don't think they meant it as a callback. I think that was just they what they didn't. wrote. But shit like that bothers me because I'm like, but we. Her name apparently at some point, the people of the Daily Planet called her that.
0: Yeah, so like that cute. kind of stuff. Like, call her something else. Yeah, as if as if they called him the Man of Steel Killer or something. Right. You know, like yeah, right. interesting. Ah, uh, that's a shame. That was low-hanging fruit for them if they were going to do this stupid Mad Dog joke. Right. Because they even say in the car scene, like, you know, she, she can't deal with First, it's Mad Dog uh, Lane. Then it's just Mad Dog. And she's, you know, all upset. And Clark's like, well, it's, it's hard to be called Mad Dog for the first time. You know, I'm right. sure. <laughs> Whatever. Ah, that's a bummer. Um, also a bummer, the Cozy Motel. Just uh, sitcom hilarity, just waiting. It's perfect. The water to falling here. on her, water fa- like it's all just so blah to me. They 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 do establish, and this was a question I had in the last episode that they never did go out of town for their honeymoon. So I guess they just wasted a lot of money on some reservations in Hawaii oh, yeah. and never used it so that they could bone on the ceiling for a couple of weeks. Which, 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 yeah. Whatever. I don't know who was um, more
1: fortunate in that situation. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah, that is weird
1: that they never went to Hawaii Well, so yeah, it's because, a hop, skip, and a jump for them, right? And and well, they couldn't because the curse. But yeah, but then after they do right. it on the roof, right? They the next episode they're on the ceiling. Yeah, they, you're right. Mm-hmm. They should have gone to Hawaii
0: I don't get it. Do you find it weird that this policeman comes to the door of their sitcom hotel though for like no apparent reason? Yeah. And then again, doesn't recognize who Clark Kent is. But doesn't recognize who Clark Kent is. This is where I'm like, they had one episode worth of story, and they made it into two Mm -hmm. because it's like this is an act break. You know, police open up at the door, and it's just like we're just gonna hide her and talk him away. You know, and like the the show thinks he's really funny, calling her. a lunatic and like was that a creek I thought I heard a creek there's no creek what a creek you know they like yeah, call that Keep type going of like... into that room at that point yeah exactly it's just it's all weird while she's getting water dumped on her in the bathroom or whatever it's just it doesn't work for me nor does their like sitcom um Santa's list version of her list of enemies of just I like scientists it in theory that's just scientists
1: how first of all okay <laughs> How many scientists are criminals? <laughs> a great many in
0: Metropolis. That's
1: like racism towards science. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you wonder, without Lois Lane, there'd be a lot more science crime. But would we have a cure for cancer at this point? Well, you, you know, think like you bring I have
1: a very good point. Maybe she's. Not I don't doing know. Good. Maybe maybe let them know.
0: Uh, you know, she wanted to do good, but uh... and narrow it down, and she happens to narrow it down to Jefferson Cole. I, Yeah, that was lucky. I I knew the scientific community didn't work for everybody, but I always thought it'd work for me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, they they just, they get in bed, they narrow it down to six suspects. I do just like seeing them in bed and cute together, but it's all just kind of whatever. And I liked, on the same note, I
1: really liked the line, you have a great body. I like when I, that's a human moment for Clark because you know Superman would never say that, but I kind of like right. that. That was funny. Like it was cutesy and like this is
0: them being a nice couple. I do too. And what what was the lead up for that? Something too? like, like
1: uh, a, do, why you why do you love me so much? Like, like you're 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 doing all this for me because I'm an in intrepid
0: reporter or whatever. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. She, and you have a great body.
1: <laughs> like I, that's yes, that's what we want. We want more of that.
0: That's totally true because it's yeah. And thank god they yeah, had You're sex right. That is a cute. You
1: don't want an episode without them having sex.
0: Oh, no. And this is this episode too starts for me the season 4 tradition of like, hey, that's been 40 minutes. Should we go bone? Right. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> and off we go. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Metropolis uh, villain stuff is reestablished. Cole calls the DA and tells him to Hold on to the bullet. We establish that the bullet mm-hmm. is on him. Basically, it's all that scenes for, right? Well, if you
1: wanted to keep something secret, wouldn't you keep it close to you, Matt? Wouldn't you keep it in your
0: breast pocket? Yes, I, <laughs> I, I really don't know. No, I would probably hide I'd, it somewhere like a I'd safe. Probably deposit hide it box. pretty well. Yeah, this is the time for like you know a hollowed out book. Yes, uh, something, a uh, uh, a picture frame with a safe behind it. You know, something, something, something fun like that. Right. Um this is to this next scene at the roadside cafe which by the way we've seen many times before this is the back house on the Kent farm where they were keeping the kryptonite this is where uh, Jimmy and Perry were tied up uh, when Ching had them tied up and you See, know, you're Superman good like that you regularly. I was machine. so proud of this my is just Buckingham WB tour guide you,
1: yeah so you always find those things I don't know this
0: yeah things. it's just that history um, but um, they're they're sitting there you know just, I guess, passing the time looking at yeah, uh, front covers of Lois Lane as the fugitive or whatever. And this is where she is so out of character and so bad at being undercover what? where she orders this laundry list of shit from this little diner guy. And Clark is just like, you know, covering his face and doing like, no, no nothing for me. Lois, what the fuck? This is not Lois Lane to me. Yeah, no, I agree. And then makes a stupid
1: excuse. Like I've learned to... Like, appreciate all the, the little things in life. Oh, shut
0: up. Oh, yeah. That, like, being in jail, jail and eating, you know, Salisbury steak for three days really made me miss Poisonberry Pie yeah. or whatever it was. You know? <laughs>
1: yeah, and, and, You're on death row, woman. And I don't know if Dean Cain was a bad actor there or if Clark was a bad actor there with the covering of the face. Like, what is – Oh, covering like the he was face? Like, an aneurysm. Like, stop.
0: <laughs> Just look down. It's fine. It is like overly awkward. Yeah. You're right. Again, sitcom without without sitcom actors, yeah. really. <laughs> um and this whole thing too, with like she goes inside because she messed up something with the order or forgot to order something else or whatever. And of course the guy that the guy working at this little diner is reading the front page with her as the fugitive and the cop pulls up just in time and like Lois and Clark are inside, he's trying to superhear and she won't stop babbling. And and he's just like, you know, shut up. It feels like, I like this line, it feels like you're sticking a knife into my head right now and you've got to be quiet, you know? And I'm just like, where is all of her chill? Where is all of mm-hmm. the Lois Lane that we've known forever? Where like, when the chips are down, she knows how to deal right. with this stuff.
1: Season one, she would have said, use your superhearing. Shh. Go. Right, totally. And he would have said, well, that's an invasion of privacy. Like, he would have been I, the one... I
0: think we're past that point right now, Clark. Yeah, Right,
1: exactly. right. That was a very good Terry Hatcher. That was a very Thank good you. Terry Hatcher. <laughs> and for the audience at home, his eyes. That's exactly how Terry Hatcher would have looked. That was very good.
0: You know, my eye performance doesn't get enough credit on this podcast. No, So that was I very, really very appreciate it that. Very, um, very it's, it's all eyes and hands for me, but no one will ever know. Um, anyway... It's so weird to me. This, like, again, it's, it's an act break with absolutely no suspense. Mm -hmm. The guy comes back inside and is just like, you look out for the little people. Mrs. You know, we've got simple little lives out here. Lane. we don't fucking matter. And you look out for us. So thank you so much. And it's just like, what the hell? We're trying to do stupid trope. Yeah. We're trying to do this message in here for no reason. Like, I didn't, I didn't go for it at all. No. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, plotty stuff, Sheila, the woman who took the video, who we've barely talked about the Marissa Tomei um, wannabe. Yeah, totally. Harley Quinn wannabe, you know, like it's just, it's all that voice and, and it's all up here. Um, but she's like trying to catch Cole, uh, basically like admitting on camera that, that he set her up, but, he kills her off screen from the camera or does he? I did like this. I liked the, the attempt that he kind of saw through the, the facade of it. Sure.
1: Yeah, no, but I, I also liked, I mean, I'm pushing forward a little bit. I liked how Clark, like that's, that's good old fashioned Superman superpower. The totally zooming let's just, in on the reflection. Yeah. Let's just spell it. that out here. Yes. Where like, like that, Like, yes, a that's broken,
0: what I want. a broken glass or bottle or whatever in the alley that he yeah. sees the guy's reflection on. Um, I wouldn't was have drawn lot... the picture
1: in front of Jimmy Olsen, but that's just me.
0: No, that's very fair. Um, there's a lot of um, kind of, like, waiting for the plot to catch up to them in this episode, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Where, like, like it, it really never feels like she's in too much jeopardy. Because, like, Clark is super handling everything. Scenes before Jimmy, like, gives him the idea of the guy... You're right, Clark, has already seen it, and he's drawn the picture, and he goes to Lois um, and shows her the sketch, and she's like, oh, that's Cole. Remember we put him behind bars or whatever, or like I put him behind bars or whatever. No, Superman did too. Yes.
1: It's Sykes he didn't know. He knew Jefferson Cole. Thank you. Um,
0: That was screwing me up for a second. (laughs) Because you get Um, the
1: impression that Sykes and Cole had worked together before. Like You get that kind of, but that's not true.
0: But not true no they were they were cellmates, cellmates. Well, yeah because this... they're always cellmates that's... right very very handy that's how this all happens anyway it's just like to the point where Jimmy's work in the episode is is really superfluous later on there's like that mm-hmm. whole scene later on where Clark is talking to Perry and he knows everything at this point he's just like um well I, I if I had to guess Superman probably already went over there and uh, and if I had to guess I guess that first Superman was a hologram and blah blah you know it's just all right. this like They're never behind the ball. There's no stakes. Right. They totally should be, especially if she's on death row.
1: Right. Which would be more interesting if she was in jail on death row while Clark was doing this.
0: And this is the point in the episode where I feel like I'm being too negative and I have to remind the listener that I still do love the show. I've been podcasting about it on and off for like five fucking years now. So you
1: know that I love the show. I loved Uh, watching
0: everything. But yeah, it's still a good time. This, by the way, Bell Tower Cathedral set looks fucking awesome it in this episode. Amazed they had the money for all these bells. They must have gotten it from somewhere else, but it looks really cool.
1: While we're talking about money, yes, again, please. not to be negative, but, you know, I've heard you talk about the special effects and some were good, some were bad. And sometimes – but I never – in ever watching this show do I feel like the green screens are bad. But the sure. green screen when she's sitting on that park bench and behind her is the press conference – is awful. Is it, it a green screen or is it a weird lens? Uh, well, well, here's the thing because it does that Go jaws ahead. shot, like it yes, feels that's like it's I mean. zooming. I I don't know if but then is that purposeful? Like was because that's an odd directing choice. Cuz never totally, does this show do that.
0: Jaws shot is a perfect way to say it because it does have that unsettled and we're talking about the shot in Jaws when uh he's sitting on the beach and and they zoom in and he realizes right. that, the, that there's a shark there. But like, and a ten-year-old has a, been killed. Let's let's say yeah, and, a ten-year-old has been killed, and it's a slow moment of a reveal. So it's happening very slowly. She's on the phone with Ellen the yeah. whole time, in just like a one-way conversation because we're not paying for Beverly Garland apparently. yeah. No. Um, and they're setting up this press conference before her. So like, the comedy of it works, but the way it it goes. Is very unsettling and weird. It so, looks really weird, uh, but so you don't think it's a green screen? Just enough. To, I think it's wow. We have such different. This is a real hot and cold episode between us. Man. No, I mean maybe <laughs> in, I, no, that I totally don't know. You're
1: bad. you're more into that kind of stuff. Like you, it just to me looked like that's a background. It just didn't. Look I
0: right think it it's a lens, but now I want to rewatch it and see because it, it, it you've got me curious now because mm-hmm. that would be a totally valid way to do it. Um, and still look just as odd because it's her staying in the exact same position in frame and the and basically background widening in behind her. But I thought it was a Jaws thing, but uh, who knows I'm open to both interpretations. <laughs> um, I did like here, like on that park bench, even beforehand, they get back in town and um, she's in disguise. She's calling out, yeah, he's like, is this disguise really going to work? And she's like, you use glasses, dude. I like, like I'm going the extra mile with the wig. But, like, this is very much the disguise that Wanda wears when her and Lex go Good call. steal some kryptonite or whatever, right? Good call. I think that's kind of fun. That This yeah. is this is what she goes I back to. I forgot that, know? yeah. That Sunglasses, is... a hat, and a red wig. So, why not? She's not um, a bad looking redhead. No! She looks great. Yeah. Also, I have questions at this point. Um, and you, I think Christine Bartolucci mentioned this on the podcast, which is how I know it. But like, she's wearing a wig for the first couple episodes of season four here. Yes, and I'm the Lord
1: Norse stuff when she's on New Krypton, that's a wig,
0: totally, totally. But like, is this still a wig? Because
1: it looks very big still. I'm gonna say yes, only because if I'm if memory serves me correctly, the next episode is Magneto, right? The Magne- and her hair is really.
0: Short. It's pixie okay. short. So I'm going to okay. think
1: she took the wig off and now that's that, her At hair. that
0: point, they decided that it was long enough and they could just write in that she got a haircut. Correct. Okay. That's what okay. I'm, cool. I'm going to assume. It doesn't look bad in this episode. Yeah, it's fine. But that, yeah, it I'm going to say it's
1: a wig the whole time.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm just, uh, you know, a moment for the hair department that figured out how to deal with this wig. Because you're right. In the Lord and Norris stuff, oh. the minute Christine told me about that, I'm like... Oh, that explains a lot. You know, it's really bad. The weird stuff there,
1: especially in that, in the when she's saying goodbye to him, and and the parents are holding her like it's
0: almost like uneven. (laughs) Like it's you're you gotta fix that. Um, I still haven't recorded that episode, so I look forward to seeing this again. (laughs) Um, so here we go into some more plot stuff here, right? Well, first of all, like after that weird, um park shot that may have been a green screen or may have been a weird lens clark does the weird stumble that we already talked to into the da and Mm -hmm. he uses that to lift the bullet off him so we've got the bullet so like again we're kind of ahead of the game Mm -hmm. in every respect here at this point but little do we know there's about to be an introduction of something called hybrid k which is I that's funny because of K playing the mother. Like it's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if only she was around. Hybrid um, K, yeah. But we 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 stop in with Doctor Klein, who should who not have
1: kryptonite. I think we've established. Sh- Star Labs should not have. have kryptonite. They're not nope. good with it.
0: I think at this point, I trust the U.S. government of this world. I I trust pres- President Fred Willard, yes. more with hybrid kryptonite or any type of kryptonite than I do dr bernard klein
2: um
0: but we've established that he's he's an administrator now suddenly for no fucking reason he didn't want the job matt right um he hates it Uh, we've already met this other hologram doctor earlier oh
1: there's the hologram there it is yeah we said is there a hologram in this episode uh, there
0: it is there we go oh and superman and superman you have an excuse. This is your first time on the show. I'm just bad at this, apparently. Um, <laughs> I did. I did. I forgot that that'll happen. Anyway, the hologram stuff though takes a back seat because hmm. we have to introduce this whole fucking uh, yes. hybrid Kryptonite plot, where hi- uh, hologram Superman goes to Doctor Klein with a "Hi ho, Doctor Klein!" Right. and like, that Doctor Klein immediately is like, "Fucking hi ho to you too!" Like, what the hell is this about? <laughs> and he's like, uh, "We, I, I've got to get the hybrid K, and you've got is this, you know." You know that I'm uh, have the highest cle- highest clearance with the U.S. government, and it's you've got to bring it to this weird alleyway later on today. And Doctor Klein totally goes with it, and, and is, is this thinker s- for is this Superman. the scene
1: where he says this is the most dangerous substance?
0: Yes, it would kill anybody, right? It would kill anyone, okay. and even I, I, later on, too. Super, actual Superman asks him, like, "What about me?" It's like. It'll kill pretty much fucking anything. Like okay. that's the point. Then I
1: have some questions when we get to the final. I
0: segment. do too. Because um, anyway, you know, not Doctor Klein's fault. In fairness, he's been drinking out of beakers, so yeah. he's a little frazzled. Maybe a more sober Doctor Klein would have caught on with the high ho thing, but he takes the hybrid kryptonite off screen uh, and. Gives it to the villains, essentially. Meanwhile, Lois gets kidnapped by the villains. Of course. Um, so, like, all of a sudden, everything not good. Just in time for real Superman to meet up with Dr. Klein. It's just like, hey, it's good to see you. And Dr. Klein's like, I just fucking saw you, all Like, what do you mean? And that's when we realize that Dr. Klein's been duped. He starts drinking more from the beakers. And uh, this is where he explains, like, we've been working on this hybrid kryptonite thing. I wasn't about it it was all this uh, Professor Cole guy. Right. He wanted to find some sort of substance that would kill literally anything immediately, but he could never figure out a delivery device, could he? But it's
1: environmentally safe,
0: Matt. But it's environmentally safe. I'm just saying. Um, which brings me to a few questions about hybrid kryptonite. We, we see it shortly thereafter. And... Uh, it is a cool like. This is a big moment of peril, right? Like, I feel yeah. like there are people dying in the streets. Like, but are they? Are, have God, we killed people? I don't know. People are people are knocking out. If they are being killed, then Professor Cole, possibly the deadliest villain of the entire,
1: right? Story. Like, that's my thing. Like, this show doesn't really kill people, no, or at I least mass. Master- nor, nor fucking should it. No, right. Like you know. this is the equivalent to Con Air landing in the Vegas strip and not <laughs> killing anyone. Like that stuff went on people. Like if you want to make it only land on the cars or if you want to make it only land on the umbrellas and that was close. But I watched it land on people. So are they yes.
0: dead? And it's not just rain cuz they're throwing down like basically water balloons of green right. goo every once in a Which while. Which is not a bad two. effect. Like I'm 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 with it. I like I'm with it too. But, but like you're killing here's my though. thing. I watched it twice because I'm like, do people actually die? And there's a lot of like people in cars, there's a lot of people like under buildings or awnings or with umbrellas or whatever, but like there are people getting pelted. There's a guy that like winds up, you know, like on the the front the hood of a car. Yeah, and it and looks I'm like, dead. I think we're killing people here. And even if it's just some people, I th- think we're in the hundreds at this point. I so, would agree. Like, fuck this guy you yeah, know like i've never and i've just this is never is the man seen of the steel version of this show <laughs> right yes it's really crazy but i guess like we don't focus on it much because if they really did spell it out like this is a huge loss for superman you know like right. this is not a w this episode you know oh. and then if he, and then again it's dangerous to you but yet you flew into
1: it like why isn't it affecting you
0: it, it's almost like it was theoretically dangerous to him because right. this is. All right. The tornado getting, thing. Let's get real nerdy about all of this. I thought the tornado clouds in the sky looked pretty good. Yeah. I thought his Tasmanian devil, the mask, whatever you want to sure. say, tornado around it looked a little meh. And maybe it was mostly the sound effect of like. I mean, it didn't, know, but any, it, was, it didn't look any worse than other things. I mean, any, I, I suppose feel. you're right. I kind of buy that I, as part of the show. Like, okay. That's kind I'm of fair. Also, Smallville does it years later, and they don't do it much better. Right. So maybe that's maybe that's just what that looked like. Um, but he he basically, like, stops the tornado. Or, or the, um, excuse me. He basically, like, stops the hybrid kryptonite rain cloud, and it goes away. But I still have questions. A, what the fuck was the delivery method? Mm-hmm. Because all Cole says is he's been seeding clouds in the air for months. And it's like, has there been a timer? Is there a weather wizard? Right. How did you know? Right. How did you know? I would have liked, even if they reused the prop from just say Noah, like, show me that he's got some sort of system that's doing this, you know? Or if he was cellmates with Noah. Oh oh my God. That would have been awesome. Like With the three of us, we were just hanging out. Bring that guy back. (laughs) Um, even just talk of like And, and you know it's weird I, I also talked to this guy Smiley And he had some great ideas for a delivery method Like all I would have needed And when and I was working a at cool, LexCorp I was yes. able to
1: control temperature
0: Yeah But, <laughs> but I went with rain this guy is the Jake Gyllenhaal of this universe, you know. Like he's just been backstage at all these things, just learning all these wonderful things, so that he's the one that can finally, you know, kill a couple people in Metropolis. Um, B, why isn't Superman immune? Or why? Excuse me. B, why is Superman immune? Because everybody seemed to think it would hurt him. Especially And even Cole very, is like, "What the fuck?" He was immune.
1: Very Pointless. easy dialogue could have been. Well, no, hybrid's the opposite. Superman, right? You're, the, you're fine. Acts-
0: Yes, it actually Shit. takes away the, the deadly elements to you, which is why it's now deadly to humans. Right. Whatever. Easy I don't line. need to. I would have bought that. Okay. Totally. B, this is real me and nerdy and backlot SETI. Okay. But earlier in this episode, or maybe in the first episode, they reused a shot from season one where they paid to do like a real set extension on the WB backlot. You see buildings in the background, and you see that the Daily Planet building like goes up several stories. Okay, And then in this episode, when he gets rid of the cloud and clears the skies, we see that the Daily Planet building goes up maybe another foot or two from where it actually ends and then ends. And I'm just like, you can't even have continuity in the same episode right. of what this building looks like, you know? Like that just kind of drove me oh, I've never, nuts. I didn't notice that. I have to go back and watch that. It, I just want to believe in this world so much. And like they did, you know, Set extensions for the city when he's showing up, and there's a couple more buildings behind the back lot that shouldn't be there, or whatever. So, like, they gave it a shot there, but it's just like nobody else cares. But for me, I'm like, so the Daily Planet's just like two stories, you know? Like, what are we saying here? Well,
1: the Daily Planet always has kind of confused me because it doesn't. Because I mean, obviously, we're always so used to the globe being so high up in the comics and in the right, but we never get a real.
0: Rooftop globe here.
1: Right. But I don't mind it. I kind of like that, you know, in more modern, this is where it is. But then, like, mm-hmm. I feel like when they go up the elevators, like, I feel like it's three, four, you know, and they they reference other floors of the Daily Planet. I was like, how big is the Daily Planet? Like, and not
0: even that, but like in the bullpen, when you see them in the windows, when like he flies out with with Zara and Ching, you know, like, we're seeing up. the tops of buildings. We're, we're in a skyscraper at that yeah. point. So it's just, it's, these are the little things that bother me. Um, but to buy it back a little bit, I love this shot of him landing in front of the Daily Planet and the globe's right behind him and it's bright and sunny and he's like looking off kind of in concern at one point when he hears like the bells tolling. And just like iconographically, you know, aesthetically, it is everything I love in the show In one shot, except for Terry Hatcher's not there. But otherwise, it's just, like, all there on screen for me. I agree with you. I agree with you. Is this, like, you know, you you said that he's your favorite. Like, do you prefer this kind of look of everything to everything as well? Is that something that you look at when you watch, like, superhero stuff? Or are you more about the characters?
1: No, I'm more about the characters. Um, This was always, to me, this is a very clean version of yes which which i kind of if batman is the dark and superman's <laughs> the light i kind of feel this kind of nailed the lightness of what superman should be totally um, you know while man of steel fails at that miserably like i just th- you know so the, the, so yes aesthetically this is what i it's also just what i grew up with this is i yeah. i don't have a choice this is oh how,
0: don't get me wrong that's where the love come or like where it was cemented for sure yeah you know yeah. i mean
1: most people, even my age, would say, no, Christopher Reeves is your Superman. Think, well, he's, right. not. Mm. he's not. He's not. I love him. I think he's great. But no, it's, he's not. So I'm no. actor, But yeah. This is this is the look that I like to go with because it contrasts Batman
0: so much. Yeah, fair. It's honestly, same thing. This is the brightest version of a superhero show you could possibly get. Right. Um, anyway, Lois, very cool. She's been being held captive in this bell tower that we talked about earlier. And uh, kind of sets the bells going, you know, and Cole decides that he's got to put an end to her. He's got a gun to her when Superman shoots in and saves the day. He stops him. He stops the uh, assistant. He unties her. The day is saved quickly again. Right? There's like there's kind of nothing else to do. No, this it's quickly. Though, that's like, what it is. Now, yeah, it's really it sums it up very quickly.
1: I'm gonna get very nerdy. Please. Is the bell tower a clock tower? Would you call that a oh, clock tower?
0: I wouldn't. I Because w- it just the establishing shot was like a cathedral thing, right? Oh, okay. Well, because, here's why. I'm going to say please, it. Because please. Because I like the connection
1: because the guy who plays Jefferson Cole was also the voice of the clock king in the animated series.
0: No kidding.
1: I looked it up yesterday.
0: Really, mm-hmm. in Superman, uh, in, in Batman: The Animated Series, mm-hmm. and Justice in like and now, I yeah.
1: don't know if eventually the voice changed, but like he's the first one, like Tempest fugue, like whatever the first Temple fugue, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Make. Um, he is the same voice in um, years later. That character shows up on Justice League Unlimited is in it their the same in voice? their Suicide Squad: Task Force X episode, but it doesn't that's sound incredible. like him. Incredible, like that's quite a voice actor
1: because that does not sound like him. Like he. If you think back to what he had, this whine, this nasal voice, and that's not what Jefferson Cole really sounds like. That guy really did some voice acting.
0: Oh, totally. Yeah, he's yeah. he's much more fastidious, you know, like yeah. that type of, yeah. Um, so I kind of, like, at the end, I went,
1: oh, look at that. Because that first episode of Batman ends with, like, a clock tower. They're in a tower. And...
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So I kind of was like, and oh, he, look at he's that. He's on, like, the, yeah, he's on the gears as Batman's mm-hmm. chasing him and stuff. Oh, man. That's really cool. Thank you for that little tidbit. At the I thought you like that. that. was almost worth getting through these two episodes. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, and then my then, notes like, say ending silly, but I don't remember what the ending was. <laughs> it's a quick wrap up. First, like Lois is on a call with Dr. Klein. And it's just like a, hey, thanks for looking into that. That's when we figure out that the, or we're, we're told by Dr. Klein that the bullet is like designed down to a molecular level and it was made to fire itself and that type of thing. Um, headline, Lois Lane cleared. DA leaves office if people actually died shouldn't the DA by the rules of Metropolis be on death row at this point that
1: right that's why I don't
0: also should we assume that anyone that has killed somebody in future episodes is immediately on death row in Metropolis right I,
1: I that's why I don't think anyone died like I don't I do feel I like there would have been some mention of it like but Oh, but Lois, I lost all these people. Well, you can't be everywhere at once, Clark. You did your best. Like, th- any past episode would have had that.
0: Then, you know what? All right, here's my fanboy justification for it. They thought this thing would wipe out anything, even Superman, right? Certainly wasn't the case for Superman. Maybe everybody else just had a headache from getting hit in the head with green goo. Maybe. Maybe maybe it kind of made some people sick a little bit because they're not Superman. But it wasn't as deadly as they thought. Okay. Let's go it. with that. That's what I'm going to go Let's with. Let's go with that please cuz otherwise we're just ignoring this whole huge thing that I don't want to be here. No, that know?
1: that is the worst killing in in the show. Yeah, if that's okay. if that happened.
0: All right. Let let I agree to acknowledge that that's not what happened. I'm with you. I agree <laughs> too. <laughs> Meanwhile, Clark being very cute shows up with flowers at the door. Um and uh, decides to carry her over the threshold, officially, right, which right, I guess right, they right, never right. really got to do, because they just kind of hit the ground running in their new place. But why? Um, why didn't they ever get to do it? Because you moved into this place. Like, why? Yeah, you certainly had time to bring all those fucking blenders and crockpots right. and stuff. You did so. have
1: time. It's not like you were, like, all of a sudden there, and you... Yep.
0: But... Whatever. But he, he super chills some champagne, and... Asked if he should read through the wallpaper, but there are other ways that married people can bond. Oh, because we have and to bone again. And upstairs we go. We and upstairs we go. Fade out. Superman thing in the sky. End of episode.
1: So every episode in season four started with the shooting star and the symbol, and then every episode ended with them boning.
0: You know? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Good. That's you get the, the formula that's now. The buckets. <laughs> it's almost like you've seen the show. Dude. <laughs> I think that's how it works. All right, so can I, can I ask you some questions here? Do here? it. Let's go. All right, you are you are a listener, so I will actually whip out the list and see which ones we can talk about. Um, Jimmy Fox is just a retired question at this point, but I, I still love it. Um, all right. Uh, hey, what was your favorite use of superpowers?
1: The key. He put his hand in a key and like
0: Clayface changed his finger to a metal key <laughs> and unlocked it. do you think it is a a flesh colored key or do you think like Clayface sometimes he can make it shiny metal I think it was shiny and... metal I like to think okay. it was
1: shiny metal okay so it's like metallo it's a like
0: thousand when, like
1: when metallo gets bit and he has that little bit of shiny <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think it's that keep it in continuity I appreciate that oh. were there any super excuses? Do we need those anymore? Oh, um, the cough. For oh, right. Clark to get out of the, the courtroom and, and yes. his Buddy Superman. Which was not subtle. No, no, it was not. Um, hold on. You, you pointed out some super casting, which I never would have known about. Yeah, those were. But we've got L.A. Law. We've got a different world. world. And Batman the Animated yeah. Series. So.
1: Jasmine Guy too. I was led to, I remember watching this maybe it was my father that said it i knew who she was and i remember mm-hmm. going well she's got to be the bad guy that's got to be the twist that she's going to be bad because on criminal minds you always knew who the bad guy is because it's the most famous actor the most famous yeah totally So i was like she's bad and i was <laughs> just remember going that's it she's just a lawyer and you don't even really get to see her in like objection like i want to see right. her go because she can act she's a good actor she's been on and broadway it's
0: a fucking peers
1: yeah and she just goes away like, mm-hmm. why isn't she helping them in the second episode? Like, I believe you're I'm going to fight with you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it just was. So I remember thinking, oh, she must. This must be the
0: twist that she's involved. I would have loved that. Yeah. Or loved. she knew the D.A. was dirty because they went to law school together and blah. blah, blah. you right. know, like whatever. Keep her involved because she was she was great. It is a very tiny little thankless role the way that it's written for her. Absolutely. Let's get into that. Though we've discussed it already, was this a good episode for Lois Lane? No, no, totally off. It should have been.
1: Time. It's, it's yeah. It, it's about her. It's her. She's the central character. But no.
0: But they have really no interest in her as a character. It feels like it's such a bummer. It's it's, and knowing that like Ghost is coming up soon too, I'm just like, what the fuck oh. is happening? But, I I trust that it will bounce back and. Are you yeah, doing Terry that one? You are going to do share. the ghost one. Oh, we got to do ghost. I am not skipping any anymore. You know, I bet I feel you could bad about that get... one sitting in season two that I haven't covered and kind of want to deal with it. I don't know why you skipped over. that. I did. Why did you skip that one? I forget which one it was. It's the computer
1: too. technology, the anti technology episode. I like I, that episode.
0: I think I just wanted to get to fun stuff and I felt Ryan's attention <laughs> waning. You know, me too. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> Hi, Ryan. I Ryan. I I will that I I say this now as a solemn podcast vow that that will be covered before the end of the show. Yeah, because it's not a terrible episode. It's just a filler episode. But it's not. It's not a bad episode. It's filler. Yeah, and it'll be nice to jump back to season two for a second. You know. Yeah, yeah. Before the show ends, but anyway, anyway. was this a good episode for? Clark Kent. Yeah, I think it's a really good episode for him. As I said, you know,
1: reiterating what I said, it, it it was the first time he had to be a husband and a superhero, yes. and he really struggled with that duality. Symbolized yes. it, by the two crockpots. By
0: the two crockpots. <laughs> and it's the... And, like, again, like I said, he's ahead of the game the whole time. Like, he's got this mystery in his hand yeah. until the third act reveal of... Hybrid Kryptonite and Lois getting kidnapped because otherwise he's doing gone. fucking great. You yeah, know? no, he really is. Uh, and it's very much a, like I gotta get my dumb wife off off a of death row. You know, like right. she's really doing nothing, um, which is a bummer. Was it a good episode for Superman? Fine, I mean, fine. Taking them as a whole, I love seeing him in court, and I love him getting a big super feat and getting to like stop this. Hybrid Kryptonite rain. Yeah, yeah. I'd say also, the
1: act, the the final act, was nice and fun. And, yeah, and you're right. That image was was a great aesthetic of him in front of the Daily Planet. I he saved England. He tried to save. He, he meant saved, to save England. He saved England. He. Yeah. Um. I mean, well, I mean, you could argue no because he does commit a crime.
0: I was gonna say like that's the big thing for him and Clark that is just so. They too are out of character here.
1: Yeah, I don't think you I don't think I know usually you do them as three characters, but I think this is an episode you really can't. I think it's Yeah, that's true. In it order is getting for it to be harder in good, general. For, for it to be good for Clark, it has to be bad for Superman.
0: I think. Yeah. It just in true. this particular episode. So. Yep. Absolutely right. Um with that said, this is gonna be hard, but do you have a favorite Lois and Clark moment scene? Little exchange, yes, whatever. them
1: in bed, them in bed in the hotel At, is really in the cute. hotel. It's where I really feel they're the v- body, they're a real cup co- Yeah, he says the little yeah. line, but you know, it just felt very natural. Um, also, it you know, I know like the big joke is that they're always boning, but it. it we haven't seen them in bed. Like, the couple lying in bed having pillow talk is a standard of television shows that we never yeah. got because he was a virgin and, God forbid, we're in bed. Right. So we never got that. And now we kind of can. I kind of like that they're utilizing it.
0: And it is it, – you're right. that Like, we saw it in the last episode, but it's still very new to us. Yeah. Like, and... I'm fine
1: with that. Like, the – you know, the standard married couple on the sitcom laying in bed talking is such a – an Mm -hmm. honored tradition. Like we've entered that part of their, of their relationship, but I can't think in the future where it happens much more often. I don't think it does. I just feel like there's a few
0: instances. I don't know. I remember, I think in one of the Leslie Luckabee episodes, it starts with them like in the kitchen, having just had sex and not really. Well, yeah, because they didn't use use precautions.
1: Right. Which don't you want to know what the precautions are that he uses? Yes, because he says I didn't, and then she goes I didn't either. Are you both? What are you are using? Are oh, you wow. both
0: using what? And they haven't really talked about it with Doctor Klein yet. So right, he didn't give him any. Interesting.
1: Like what brand of the mind
0: reels is controlling the <laughs> super semen? <season? laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> what I'm sorry, that's. It's, a, it's an, uh, you know, unbreakable polymer that he's found that somehow, you know, he talked to his friend Bruce Wayne. He did. And Bruce got him some Wayne Enterprises tech, you know, the, the shit that, that um, Morgan Fox, Morgan Fox Fo- that Lucius Fox keeps in the basement. But and you, that's what he's going with. Would you
1: ever, as a human woman, sleep with Superman without a doctor's approval? Like, <laughs> go talk to Klein now.
0: Look. Lois Lane, very risky woman, has Ooh. taken her life in her hand many times. We know this. That's canon. I guess. So, that's... so there. Are you saying the show avoided this for, for a specific reason? That they didn't want to get into the reads of this?
1: I guess, because they wanted to make it a big thing later in the season, which, I guess. You know who I That's like going to be on my involved. mind for
0: the rest of the show, so thank you very much for that. Whenever I think about
1: having sex, I like to get my father involved, which is exactly what Lois does.
0: That's right. Yeah, that's what I would do. Because oh, there's no other doctors. Sam. Yep. Alright. Oh. Well, with that, with- we we tackled two episodes, man. So, thank you so much for sticking these thank two you. through with
1: me. Thank you.
0: This was um, a blast. I, I'm, I'm so glad. I don't know what the rest of the season looks like, but... but would would you like to come back at some point? I would be happy to come back. Again? I would love cool. to. Any episode, good or bad, this is fun to talk about. <laughs> Joe, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, do you want people to find you online or Well, I no I'm I mean I'm
1: I'm a teacher, there's really nothing to find online. However, I do have a podcast that I do with my sister that I'd love to advertise. Yes. Oh, excuse me. Let's talk about that in a second. Yeah, my sister and I um we have about 8 episodes out. We have we're doing um it's called the Sibling sit down, and it is about The Sopranos. It's an episode-by-episode episode, uh, analysis of The Sopranos. I get very English literature with it. Um, we talk. Interesting. We, we, our categories are like symbolism, foreshadowing. We do have a lot because we're both Italians from Jersey, so we talk about, like, there's a whole segment we talk about, like, if we pulled this shit, like, what would our parents do? Yeah. <laughs> um, But, yeah, so, no, um, I always wanted to do one, and I always wanted to do it with a woman because I'm fascinated by the female-male dynamic on the show. And my sister had never watched it. She was too young. And then she and her now husband decided to binge it, and I said, did you love it? She goes, it's the greatest television show I've ever watched. I went... Then do this with me. Let's do it. And we did. And it took a long time because, well, the pandemic, you know, was the start of it. And then she mm-hmm. had a wedding and I had a second baby. And so it took us like forever. It's to crazy do how real life gets in the way of podcasts, isn't it? It was like 13 episodes took forever. So we have those yeah. in the can. And now I, th- I think the either the seventh or eighth episode was just released or maybe eighth is being released tomorrow. I don't know. By the time okay. by the time this is heard, most likely all of season one, one is released. Yeah. um and hopefully very soon we'll start season two but yeah it's called the sibling sit down it's available on spotify uh you know apple anywhere you can find your podcast cool
0: yeah. dude I, that, that's so that's so exciting had you done had you dabbled at all in podcasts before or was this your first one kind of uh, i guess in? start on a friend's one
1: uh where we talked to for a good three hours about the movie batman and robin and and then my sister and i are
0: doing this and now you Cool, dude! Oh, that's so exciting! Well, congratulations on that. Thank you, we'll everybody. Ha- we please to start out. guests. Obviously. we want to start oh. guests. Are you I a have Supranos a fan? horrible confession to me. You've never watched it. I've only watched the movie, the the new prequel movie. But I would, I like it. Is it is one of the shows that is missing in my you know viewing? I know it's wonderful. I know I'll. Love it, but I, I just never, I never got around to it. Like Bre- Breaking Bad was that show for me when, when I was, you know, and it was current when I started watching it. So like that was the yeah, show. You that are young, I guess you were. Young grabbed my attention. I, I'm, I'm so young. I'm I do just forget a baby. that. Well, uh... start
1: binge it. You won't take you long. And by the time we, I mean, even if you don't come on until like season four or five, we'll have you on.
0: We would love. To I would, have you on. I would love to. I would also love to. Even like maybe this is sacrilege for that show but like if I got through season one and you're in season two like I'd be happy to jump in or whatever we but love that yeah let, let's let's figure something out all right cool man and otherwise um, I don't know what we're doing for the rest of the season like I said but we will see you around Metropolis at some point again can't soon. wait I'll be back cool dude Joe thank you so much um, links for the sibling sit down will be in the show bio and, and I will um, uh, post it of course on Facebook uh, when this goes up but uh, everybody look out for that uh, Joe thank you very much again and for Lois and Clark, I've been Matt Truex. I'm Joe Stefanelli. You want to do it?
1: Bulk off, everybody.
0: Beautiful. Lois and Clark, the new podcast of Superman, is a daily knockoff production. Please review us on iTunes, follow us on social, and we'll see you in Metropolis.